mobsters, robots, race cars, space werewolves. It's going to get weird. Imagine, if you will, a movie that comes out seven years ago and is not an instant sensation. Imagine, if you will, another Wachowski movie that is cultly accepted, but not critically accepted. Imagine, if you will, a review about that movie. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cinema Gems. And I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral. And yes, video stores still exist somewhere in your hometown. Yes, they do. And of course, the very illustrious Butt Maestro is next to me for the final time in person. Oh my god. So, like, I know we kind of said that last week when say we were hi, doing but, the Batman. Say hi to Butt Maestro. Hi, hi everyone. Hi, Butt Maestro. <laughs> no, you are the Butt Maestro. I, but you said say hi to Butt Maestro. Never mind. Hi. So, uh, the reason things have been a little bit disjointed over the last few weeks while we were recording Jupiter Ascending and with the rest of Wachowski Month... Uh, while this is coming out week by week in June for you guys, or whenever in the far future you're listening to this, um, hi in the year 2035. I hope we're still alive by then. Good night, Dead Tom. Good night, Dead Tom. In 2035. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's coming out in June for you guys. We're recording it in May because the video store, at least the Admiral's branch of it, is moving to Florida. Yep, we're, we're taking the main branch and moving. Y'all still got the subset. The, we're literally taking the entire, like, complex and just leaving the annex yep. by itself. Yep. Um, yes, and I wanted to let you know, I should have took a picture to post it on Instagram, but I did put the DVD specifically on top Yes. in the quote-unquote mom's attic oh, wow. of the U-Haul. So it was over, yeah. on top of me the no, entire I can, time. I can, I can confirm that. I helped him put them up there. That was an interesting process. Uh, but yeah, we, we are... Is it weird that I hum the Tetris theme when I'm packing? No, not at all. Oh, okay, I do that cool. every day at Swapper Jacks. Okay. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, but no, so we are in the process of moving. So we will be making references to things that... Are happening in May. And not... And they're not going to make a lot of sense when you're listening oh to God. it. But what happens if we are like the Simpsons and predict the future? Right. That, that also kind of explains why when I posted the episode to Twitter last week for... Uh, not... Not last week for y'all. Last week for us. For the Batman. Uh, oh, the Batman. Okay, sorry. Yeah, right. Sorry, Batman. okay. I was like, which, which one are you talking about? Yeah, remember remember last week for us, but last like week? in June for them. You waskily wabbit. Right. <laughs> um, I have I, a Space Jam tee on. Yeah. <clears throat> sorry. I, I put on Twitter, this is like the third or fourth week we've done a movie with Michael Giacchino doing the score. Uh, which only makes sense from our perspective, yep. since we're doing all of these back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. <laughs> By the way, before we start off with Jupiter Ascending, because we're reviewing Jupiter Ascending, 2015's Jupiter Ascending. Yes. Um, what do you think about the operatic score? Like the... Uh... I will absolutely talk at length about Michael G. Kino's score. As we go on through the plot. Because there's okay. a few particular moments. Let me say outright. 
try, listening to the movie, going in blind, and trying to play my favorite game of Guess That Composer, I was 99% sure it was Danny Elfman. Ah! Swear to God. I'm but sitting there, I'm he hearing all these very bouncy kind of themes, and I'm like, I swear to God, this sounds like Danny Elfman. Credits roll. Michael G. Kino. What the fuck? It makes sense. <laughs> because he did such an amazing job on Speed Racer. Of course they would hire him back. He's a fantastic poser and I, composer, and I think he did a phenomenal job. Isn't he their go-to choice now? What, one of them. Oh, okay. It, he, they, they have a rotation of composers depending on what's more appropriate for their movie. Oh, like what's, what's the art... What's the right. art going... What, right, right, what will uh, complement the art gotcha. the best? Because... As you know, we went back and watched Bound, so we know from their very oh, first wow, movie. Oh wow, nineteen ninety six, right? We Which, went back way? and watched Bound, and we know right from the beginning of their careers, they are very much artists yeah. in their mind. They are very committed to the craft of uh, making films in the most artistic way possible. Joey Pants, um, this will make not sense to anyone, but me or you, or sure. Joey Pants, yeah, from Bound, right, and also The Matrix. Is going to Sorry. guest star in an episode of MASH this Friday. If you want to see baby Joey so Pants. a lot of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey <laughs> shit going on here. But for context, the Admiral watches, I also sometimes watch MeTV, which plays all your grandma's favorite shows. And then uh, whenever I get up and watch the dogs, I watch Barnaby Jones, and I saw Captain Kirk this morning. Oh my god. Oh my god. So do Baby we want to do, do we want to get into Jupiter the plot City. Of this movie? The movie that's really short until you realize wait how long it is. It could be longer. I'll get into that. It so could be longer. The movie starts with uh, Mia Kunis doing narration, giving a narration of shit that happened before she was born, and doesn't sound like she cares. No, she's full on just reading a script for the first time, uh, as if she, it's it's. It felt like it was over the phone. It was a little bit flat. I. Like she's there are, this is one of those instances where I, I know what they were thinking when they opted for narration here, but this is one of those instances where the narration could have been either not nearly as long as the scenes themselves, or just no narration. Like, we know the Wachowskis are very capable of showing and not telling. No, I want. We saw agree. that in Bound. We saw that in Speed Racer. We've seen that in all the Matrix movies. But they also really, really, really like it when characters talk so much that they sound really smart. <laughs> I, like I said beforehand, basically sounds like they were like, okay, we did everything. Oh wait, wait the movie comes out in two days. Shit, Mila Kunis, call her up. Yeah, record it off the phone. Uh, she's basically talking about how her dad, uh, Maximilian. Um, was uh, an astronomer, right? Uh, a and Russian astronomer. Russian astronomer. Which, by the way... Obsessed with Jupiter in particular, uh, and married her mom. They had her, but while she was pregnant, their house got robbed, and he got shot in the process. Which, which by the way, it really hits hard when it's Russia now. Yeah, it's a like, little bit weird. Like, it's like, oh my god! It's a little bit weird. It's like, oh god! It's history's repeating itself. Look, that that being said, like, mm, no, no bad blood to the Russian people that are trapped under the rule of a fucking madman and goddamn war criminal. Um, but she's talking about her, uh, her upbringing, and now she is she uh, was, in a maid service yeah. with her family that she is was run born, by an uncle. Basically, she was born. 
In the middle of the ocean. Yeah. A woman with no country. Yep. Uh, and she was... And she's and I love how she's given all this like giant speech, and then she goes, "Shawnee's bullshit," and I was just yeah, like, "Full on." I'm like, "Wow, just wait." So she's basically a housemaid, a typical stereotypical Russian housemaid. Um, and she in is Chicago, in Chicago, and her cousin, played by Sparky from Speed Racer, by the way. And I saw that. I was yeah. like, "Oh, what?" I was like, yep, "Yes, same dude." Uh, but he has an American accent. Well, I'm sorry, a Russian accent. I will say, there is an advantage to watching all of the movies of a very specific artist or artists all in a row. Because you get to see all the common threads that they pull, including some crossover casting. Mm-hmm. Seeing Joey Pants go from Bound to The Matrix. Seeing Even though technically Sparky we go from Speed Racer to this. Even though technically we haven't reviewed it in... Right, we the have cinematic universe. We haven't reviewed it in the cinematic universe yet. Even though I did tell Glados that it is perfectly acceptable for her to watch one of the movies oh, yeah. on their list, uh, even if we aren't about to watch it. I think next year. So I think we might be watching the Matrix sooner rather. Than I think later. next year I might do a weird twenty like twenty ninth anniversary of it, or or okay, or something a weird anniversary of it. Cool. That I think I think the Wachowskis would appreciate yeah. that. Um, uh, she is colluding with her cousin, or her cousin is he wants to manipulating sell her, eggs. her. He wants to sell her eggs and like a chicken. And she wants to use that money on telescope. Uh, a, a telescope that looks very, very similar to the one that her father, Maximilian, Oh, see, I assumed it was. I thought and it was. Taken. He literally died trying to stop a robber from taking this gold A robber? I think that was a KGB. A I think that was a KGB coming in and trying to silence The movie was, was not specific at all. Um, also, I don't know if this is in the... Oh, it might have been in the era of the KGB. Oh, yeah, probably was. Yeah, yeah. because KGB okay. ended in 1991. That's, when, um, that's um, when the Iron Curtain... Sorry, I was alive for that. You weren't. I was not, sorry. Okay. Um, uh, uh, trying to get her to sell her eggs. She wants to use them on uh, the telescope. telescope. He doesn't. And he's also taking a very unfair cut of it. It is fucking... So he, it's, so, it's bad. Also, while all this is happening, we're getting weird backstory on like across the fucking universe in Jupiter about these transhuman royals who gain immortality through feeding off of the essence of harvested of people. harvested humans that are essentially crops and resources for immortality and energy. The Matrix that are reference not, not unique to Earth, by the way. And yeah, I was gonna point out the weird trend of the Wachowskis of the big bad in their movie being a people harvester. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't agree with you, but I had because I had water about were we, were But we I was like page? that's exactly a little, little bit of a weird trend of the, Wach- the the big bad evil dude in Wachowski movies. You know, here it's fucking, what's his name? Penem? Uh, uh, wait, you mean Eddie Redmayne? Oh yeah, Balam. You mean the guy who yells? Or is all valuable? The guy who, yeah, the guy who is <laughs> only, he, he has two moves. Two moods. He is on full on Xanax. I was going to say Valium, but yeah. Xanax, Valium, he's just like barely awake. Swear to God, there are some scenes where he was actually nodding off. And then, Especially and then, toward the end where he's exposing, expositioning to Mila Kunis. And then he's also, nodding off. And then, yeah, volume two is, I'm not going to do it because I know I respect your eardrums. Oh, I can do it. Please, please don't. I'd be like, respect the well, audience's no, eardrums. Okay, how about I go, I do the same, uh, like, 
I give the same energy. If you can cut the volume in half, I'll allow I'm it. I'm gonna go from 11 to like probably a like... A 6. Okay, cool. Okay. What are you talking about? What do you want? Okay, so just take that and multiply it times 100 and you get Eddie Redmayne chewing not just the scenery, but everything. The goddamn solar system. Yeah, <laughs> chewing the universe. <laughs> Which, by the way, <laughs> when I'm watching this movie, the whole time I was like, you know, he would have made a really good doctor. Yeah! He would have made a really good doctor. He would have made a really Even good doctor. Even if it's a villain, if he would have played the master or a villain in general. Um, But we, yeah, we, we had to talk about him because when people talk about how ridiculous this movie is... Uh, they talk about him. They point at Eddie Redmayne's amazing overacting. And then Sean Bean almost dying how many times in this movie, but, but never somehow act- not. Like, I was full, like, you know, logical part of my brain is like, <laughs> Sean Bean walks I know in. Sean Bean's gonna die. Sean Bean walks into a movie, he's gonna die. It's like Hitchcock smoking gun. Like, you know it's gonna go off at some point. Sean Bean's Which, character is going to die. By the way, do you want to see that the photos doesn't. of this movie are all Sean Bean? All Sean Bean. Well, one and anywhere. Um... So yeah, we find out basically that Jupiter, Mila Kunis, uh, is her. There is wait, wait hold on, we exact, have to specify exact match, an exact recreation, essentially reincarnation of the genetic code of Eddie of, Redmayne's mother, Titus's mother, which is yeah. Eddie Redmayne's brother, and Kalik. Cool. I have no idea how to say um, her name. Yeah, Kalik's mom. G- give it a guess. Who? How? How would you have tried to say that? It's a fictional character. I, There's liter- no wrong way to say it. L- literally, as a dyslexic, it would probably be... I know it's Kalik because I just heard it in the movie yesterday. But um, if I'm reading this for the first time, K-A-L-I-Q-U-E, I might have said Kali-K. That probably would have gone that way. Or me, being kind of bilingual in Spanish, would have went K-Kali-K. Like... You're adding a syllable in there, but I mean what you know. Anyway, semantics aside, these three rich-ass immortal aliens... Oh, you know who I think of them? I literally think of them as 45's children. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what they are. Oh, wait. Oh, you know what? I want to marry me, Lacunas, but it's not what you think. It's not what you think. With, like, pretty much his fingers crossed behind his back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, because we, we gotta go through, Jupiter's still on Earth, and she's been going the aliens, through an agency, uh, a, a plant, Planned Parenthood, essentially. But, but the aliens to, try and get catch catch her first, but mistake right. her, and she has a photo of it. Right, when her she goes, really hot friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying this at all. I'm not saying skinny is too skinny, but that was a little bit weirdly skinny. Okay. I'm not saying anything wrong. (laughs) I'm just like, she's like, what do I need to wear? Wear anything, sweetheart. It will look great on you. Wear anything. Or or nothing. It's fine. Exactly. Right? Either. (laughs) Either. She's freaking beautiful, and she did a great job acting in the the two two minutes she was in this movie. And then, so she Uh, goes back to the Planned Parenthood thing. Right. And they notice that the aliens are them in... I don't know how they're doing it. The but aliens are in disguise, kind as of, humans. as doctors. And, yeah. They, and then we get the best character from this movie. Channing Tatum. fucking Tatum as a goddamn space werewolf. A spliced space werewolf. Okay, but this is the kind of crazy-ass D&D in space shit. Like, how many people do we know that when presented with the idea of, alright, make a 
D&D character for this spacefaring campaign that you they would make like a space vampire or a space uh, werewolf. Kane, and it would be Kane exactly West or like Wise? this. Kane Wise? Kane Wise. My favorite on-the-nose ridiculous name of this whole fucking movie. All I have it's to say great. is, this movie... Now, I did watch I did watch 21 Jump Street. Yes. I did watch 22 Jump Street. And I was like, oh, he's good because he's funny. This made me like him in other roles. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, why do I like Channing Tatum now? No, he, he is incredibly funny when he needs to be. He's got a fucking great sense of humor. I don't know Even how he in skates. this movie, he puts he's, it on. He skates! With uh, the hover boots! I, I appreciate the effort, and I appreciate the idea, uh, but I wish they would have gone with the Solar Sailor instead. Like, oh. if he would have been on a full-on surfboard, or did, like, a static shot. Like Treasure shot. Planet? Yeah, like Treasure Planet. Or done, like, a static shot or, riding on a trash can. Or lane. Tailspin. Like, he has the thing... He has the thing and he bops it out and it's kind of like static shocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. And he surfs it. Yeah. yeah, no, that would have been really cool. There were a few times... Look, the running on air looked really cool in tight quarters. Oh, it looked in horrible. The hosp- in the hospital and in the uh, in hallways and narrow hallways, it looked really cool. Because that way he's just like bouncing off of walls and shit. Right. And, and that's space. totally plausible. In big open areas, like over the fucking Chicago skyline, it looked really silly. No, when it was the <laughs> Chicago skyline, my brain was like, how is he walking? He Theoretically, he should not be able to jump that high. He has they're no... Not, they're, they're not jump boots, though. But, and the movie is weirdly not They're specific. hover boots. They're, but, but, they're hover boots, but what do they... But, yeah, what are they off hovering off of? Yeah, like I think you and I are stuck on the whole Back to the Future hoverboard yeah, uh, physics and how that hoverboards works. don't work on water unless you have power. Right. So exactly. Which I will always make a reference when anybody goes, "I need power." I think that's where both of our brains got stuck on with the hover boots not working right. Because like, yeah, so, Back to the Future. So mechanics. as I'm watching, as I'm watching this movie, and they're going to the Chicago skyline. The character himself is fucking cool, and the way he uses his tech. And my favorite part, I don't know if you caught this. Did you catch this sound effect? His gun barks. Yeah. Yeah. His gun I was just about to barks. tell you. I was just about to tell you. So as I'm watching this movie, granted, I had not seen this movie <laughs> since, since it came out in 2015. Bunker. Which, by the way, when it was going on. I had never seen this before yesterday, y'all. I never. And by the way, I had a few listeners when I told them that we were eventually doing Jupiter Ascending. Uh... One in particular, GLaDOS's sister, uh, Ah. insisted that this was based on a book. What? I'm going to, I'm actually you there, uh, because I've done a significant amount of, do a significant amount of Googling here real quick. Four weeks Um, later. I've done a significant amount of Googling four weeks later. Wait, 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 no, I'm going to do Spongebob. Four weeks later. (laughs) Two hours later. (laughs) The listener is waiting for us to get to the point. <laughs> One eternity later. There is no point. Um, according to several sources, uh, it, it was not based on a it's book. It's an original only, idea. It's an original idea. The book is actually based on the movie. <laughs> which I don't know why that made me laugh so which, much. Which, okay, actually makes sense because... 
I want I want to read that book I, I because I feel like that they will have more time in that medium to actually fully flesh out all of the crazy ideas they were trying to introduce and then immediately noped out of in this movie. So I don't know if it was the reaction of what you told me or me seeing the fucking tagline of the movie. The tagline says, "Expand your universe." <laughs> this movie does it. We got we got to move on into. Oh wait! Plot, oh, the but, crew created a six rig camera called the Pano Cam, which was mounted on a helicopter and covered nearly 180 degrees during the action. During post production, the directors would combine the overlapping film footage, essentially creating a camera that could swing around and act independently when the helicopter actually flew. That's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like we we know the Wachowskis are really good at making can, awesome technology to fit their can, fight sequences. Can I also reference about the barking gun? Yes. What were you going to say about so the barking gun? So as I was gun? watching the movie, because I love it. And when the gun when the it's, gun it's was ridiculous, barking, and I've cackled every time, but I love Fantastic it. Fantastic Miss was like, <laughs> like she looked up at the screen, and it happened again, and she looked at me, and I was like, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> that's actually happening. And she just watched. She whatever. Whenever his gun would go off, she'd look at the camera. I mean, just look at the screen. Like, what? What? Very confused. What? Know. Oh, my God. And she even got to a point where she, like, pawed me, like, What's Dad? going on? Dad. What's going on? Dad. You, Dad. Dad. <laughs> Sorry. But that's what I wanted to tell you was that. So, uh, turns out this guy, Kane, who, by the way, rescues Jupiter from uh, the Planned Parenthood, who, who's being... Aliens. The Planned Parenthood. Right. Aliens. aliens. Um, because the we're brother trying to of Eddie Redmayne, kill her, by the way, yeah, Eddie Rain Redmayne found out no, of her. Eddie Redmayne's brother hired Kane. Yes, because Eddie Redmayne found out. Well, they all found out about her lineage, and he was the greedy ass motherfucker that was like, "I'm going to fucking kill her because that planet is mine." Uh he's a greedy motherfucker. Yeah, we have three villains in this movie, oh, all worse than the next, and they're all greedy capitalists. That makes a lot of sense because okay, I, I <clears throat> okay as much as I love Mila Kunis, I totally thought of Natalie Portman in this movie, and originally she was cast as oh. Jupiter, Jupiter Jones, which to me makes sense because I was like, this would be a great Natalie Portman vehicle. Oh, and apparently Channing Tatum kept his ears afterwards on film. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. He's great. Uh, we haven't. Even oh, that's where it was. What are you looking for? Oh my god, I didn't even, I, I knew I heard that reference before. Remember when she was, when, <coughs> when she was in the Planned Parenthood? Yes. And they say that you need to fill out this 27B slash 6? Yes. That's a reference to my favorite movie, Brazil, from 1985. Because <laughs> I was like... You mean the Brazil reference wasn't later on in the Space DMV? No. With the, the guy who I thought was Terry Gilliam, but totally wasn't. Oh, no. he he That was him in the film. That was Terry Gilliam yeah. in the Space DMV. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then he said, I need this form. Yeah. that I was like... That that's, form, okay. I was like, that's Terry Gilliam. I was like, and that's a reference. I'm pretty sure... Yep, yeah, it's Brazil. Which, by the way, we don't... Okay. Which, by the way, look. I understand that... I understand that Terry Gilliam is very weird now, and nobody should really go follow him on Twitter because he's very racist. But, oh, no. But all I have to say is that I love his early work, 
Yeah. More than his later work. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so, uh, Channing Tatum with his fucking hover boots with his awesome finger manipulator things, little buttons on his palm that I love, and his, his fucking barking gun and fucking laser shield are all awesome, by the way. He's fighting off these things, brings her to, uh, what's his fucking name? Stinger. Oh, Channing Tatum skates where gravity boot scenes were actually skated on ramps performed I by fucking knew it the wheels were erased out of the film I fucking knew it that's why it looked good oh okay also um this might be too on the nose but mm. Jupiter Jones family is Russian Mila Kunas was born and spent the first few years right. of her life in Ukraine which at the time was a part of Soviet the Soviet Union oh wow not long after um immigrating to the United States the USR, US, SR. USSR yep. collapsed and you, the Ukraine, I'm sorry, and Ukraine became an independent country. Right. Damn! Sorry. So, uh... Oh, and you don't want to have any... You, you didn't need to know this answer, but I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you anyway. Do you know how many questions Jupiter Jones, a.k.a. Mila Kunis characters asks? How, how many? 105. Jesus Christ. That is most of her dialogue. <laughs> what? In this movie. What? Uh, oh, they're all a... valid questions. It's just one right after the other, after the other, after the other. Uh, and it's why things in this movie feel weird and disjointed. But uh, we finally get to meet uh, Stinger, Sean Bean's character, who, who is a retired hunter. Like uh, I'm assuming that's kind of like, I'm co- to be completely honest with the you. The Wikipedia describes his character as, quote, a Han Solo type character. Okay, so... When they kept He's half ch- human and half honeybee. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, apparently. Oh my god, where's this stinger? I don't want to know where it is, but I want that question to be out there. Well, it just head. gives him enhanced speed, special vision, and a high sense of loyalty. That's why he can't die. Uh, yeah. Because he doesn't, he hasn't stuck anybody. Yep. That makes so much sense. Yep. Which, okay, alright. So, Sean Bean walks in. Immediately, immediately when he walked in, I was like, I don't think he dies in this movie. Yeah. I was like, and then he almost died. I was like, wait, does he die? And then he comes back again. Yep. And then he almost dies. And then he comes back again. And he almost yes. died. This movie should have been a trilogy. Or a duology at some point. Like, they should. this movie should have been split This into. movie should have been an HBO... Uh, Miniseries? Mini, like, ten one episodes? season, ten episodes. Yeah. Well, you're, so it would have been fucking perfect. We were talking about this at Swapper Jacks the other day when I came to get boxes. But I wanted to correct you. I'm, I'm actually in you. Ah. A miniseries is just... Miniseries. You don't need to say season one. It's just a miniseries. I know. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> Thank you, Admiral. It's okay. I just wanted to make sure you knew... <laughs> We're laughing because I fucked up and we had to make a cut. It's now like, I have to edit that part out. No, you don't. Oh, okay, cool. Because <laughs> I didn't see your, say your real name that time. What are you talking about? Admiral. Admiral Clark. Admiral Clark. Clark? Clark. Jesus Christ. Clark. Was Kevin Smith? I need to keep drinking my cold brew. So. Oh, my God. So, they show up. The people try to ambush... Okay, so there's a lot of stabs in the back. Which I hate myself for, for skipping over the part earlier where the, the girl on the hover bike oh, watches so Kane 
fucking skate away and doesn't go after him. She's just floating in the air, turns around lazy on her fucking lazy Susan hover bike. (laughs) And she's like, I'm not going to chase him. This bike only has one speed, apparently. Yeah, no shit, she's hot. Okay, cool. Even with the yarn hair. I like the yarn hair. Yeah, I the yawn hair. Yawn hair. The yawn but, hair. Oh god. Yawn does, hair. Does she have like Medusa hair, but instead of going <laughs> at you, they just perpetually. <laughs> yeah, and they put little sunglasses on. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's awful. So they get ambushed at the farm. And by the <coughs> way, honeybees love uh, Jupiter. And Sean Bean immediately starts calling her your man, your majesty, which is something Channing Tatum's character was not aware of when he set, when he accepted this mission, nope. had no idea that she was any kind of space royalty. Yep. And that would have probably been a massive deal breaker if he did. Yep. And oh. so then, then after that, uh, they have a fight on the farm and then the yawn girl, the yes. yarn hair girl. Yes. Double crosses the other person that she's the with. the Cyclops guy. Yeah, yeah. double crosses that so because they can... they're actually working for Kalik. There's yeah. a lot of crisscrossing so, going so, on here. Okay, which just imagine. Way... Remember the episode of The Office where they all do the, like the guns up and the, there's been a murder. At, da, da, it's that everyone's <laughs> everyone's. I want somebody arms. to make a meme. <laughs> <laughs> It would only make it would only you would only understand it if you watch this movie. <laughs> like you have these three royal houses, and they're all hiring the same people. Wait, wait. Would Andy? <laughs> w- okay, would Andy be? Okay, Andy would have to be Kalik. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I I get. I'm assuming Dwight is Titus. Okay, uh, cool. No, I'm sorry. Dwight is is Balam. Yeah, and then Steve Carell's character is. Is is the the one who tries to marry her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God, um, fuck that mental image. That's great. So we get the super awesome crisscross, and then she gets kidnapped essentially to Kalik, Kalik's planet. Which we don't know what planet it is. I'm scanning the Wikipedia. <coughs> so as they're I as they're going, I'll, I'll pad for time. As they're going to the planet, she shows her and basically like, look. Your people are harvested. This is not your true planet. You're here. Well, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, she's getting this exposition dump. Yeah, I can't get anything specific. It just says, on a distant planet. And then, she gets kidnapped again? Yep. To be taken to the guy she's marrying. Yeah. Uh, Titus. And then, they... Oh, God. And then, she marries him because he's like, whoa... Doesn't mean exactly what you think it means. And I, I can see why people are turned off by this movie because it has two third acts. Mm-hmm. Like, she, we repeat the same exact sequence of events with Channing Tatum getting not one, not three, but two of the world's most extra I am jacked crashing through the cathedral. Yep. He does that twice in this movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I just thought of, I just thought of Shrek going, how's it going? <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> um, so, he, break, he breaks into Which, the wedding. Oh my god, how many fucking costume changes does Mila Kunis need to do for how one How many does Natalie movie? Portman have in the prequel trilogy? Fair point. Okay. That's, that's why. Not, I, that's not a criticism at Mila Kunis. That's no. a, this should have been a TV show. 
They, that a mini series. A mini series, and I kind of want to read the book that it's based on because I hope that it actually has better pacing and fleshes out all of these really cool ideas. I can't hate this movie because it actually Channing has Tatum? a lot of really fun, wacky as hell, loony. It's appropriate. The Admiral's wearing a Space Jam shirt, so, so it made me think uh, loony, zany, really awesome, crazy ideas in this movie <clears throat> that are not given any time to develop yeah. whatsoever. And, and, and that's why this movie is so weird but good at the same time. I don't know if I want to say good. Good in a weird, bad way. We'll get there when we give our, our final gem rating. So, then... She's almost married, but the ring wasn't finished for some yeah. reason. So no, it didn't count. So, which like, which made me think okay. of, which made me think of Princess Bride when she was like, "Did you say I do? No, <laughs> then you're not married. It doesn't count." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, okay." Breaks her out. Then he, well, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets captured and thrown out of an airlock. Yes, and he's this motherfucker is. Yep. Oh my God, he <laughs> he has survived everything. My God! And then uh, they pick him up. Sean Bean's character. Did you did you do the hold your breath thing while he was in space? Because I did. I barely made it. Oh no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't know we were supposed to play that game. Now, oh, I've, I've loved playing that game since I was a kid. Now, now I know that I have to play that game. I've almost passed out a few times trying to play <laughs> that game. <laughs> But Why? I, because it's fun. Why would you do that to you? Why would you eject yourself? Because to the that? realism. I'm measuring the movie's plausibility. That being said, I'm looking at the at the booth right now. It's 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 at the unfortunately, unfortunately, at the that is in it, that is inadmissible and and unapplicable for this particular movie because I've never attempted Murder. to hold my breath in the vacuum of space. Yeah, space is a vacuum. Yeah, okay. he would have but, been dead a lot longer but, than but it took him to hit the, the emergency let, thing. Let's go, let's go on. Yeah. So, he breaks in. Sean Bean's character almost dies because he's like, he's yes. like, cover me. Yep. Uh, Channing Tatum's character's like, cover me. And Sean Bean's character goes, go. And they have these, I don't even know who, what these people are getting shoot at, like no, shot at. I need a whole <laughs> episode of just it's the backstory. The, hunters, the, the backstory of the hunters. The, I lost the my head again. <laughs> I need a whole ass, like, give me a whole season of just Wait, no, the Legionnaires no, no. and all the Splicers. It, it's the Mandalorian episode of Mocha Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best episode. Ooh. Not, like, no real shade to the parts of, of Boba Ooh. Fett that I actually really liked because, holy shit, watching Ooh. him do the Haka with Tuskins was fucking cool. And that, all that was great. Uh, we're not talking about Boba Fett today, though. We might be talking about. We talked Obi-Wan. about it earlier. We might be talking about Obi Wan relatively soon, though. Oh, I made a joke because they said because um, two episodes are releasing on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to uh, the shorter box troll. Yes. And I was talking. I was talking to him, and he's like, two episodes." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "So when they kill him in the first one, they could bring it back in the second one." <laughs> But we talked about we talked about Book of Boba Fett in episode the house that Boba built. Yep, three thirty one. Yep. So uh, <coughs> we repeat the cycle of her getting kidnapped and three times. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, so 
Well, then she gets her taken. Her family's being held hostage. Eddie Redmayne takes her family. Yeah. And basically tries to kill. Kill them. The mom specific. Right. And it's just like, what the fuck, Eddie Redmayne? Which, I I understand where y'all came from when you were writing this line, but I can't <laughs> not laugh at Mila Kunis telling Eddie Redmayne multiple times, I am not your mother. <laughs> it's oh. just really funny. It's just... <laughs> it's really hard not to laugh at that. Are, are you good? Oh, no. <coughs> just the way, he, the way she said it was hilarious. And I love how he's like... I'm going to say it again. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what, how many times are you going to say it, dude? Like, like, what are you talking about? So basically we find out that he... Tatum Tatum does his second, I object, and crashes in, which... But tries to kill... He tries to kill... Eddie Redmayne's character tries to kill Mila Kunis' character because he killed his mom beforehand. Dude, it's just reincarnation. Like, yeah. she's going to come back again. Yeah. But every, the planet explodes, which, by the way, I thought of Geonosis... For some reason on oh, Jupiter. Oh, yeah, no, let's go into that. The planet explodes because Channing Tatum fulling, fully, full on Leroy Jenkins, one ship through all the clouds of Jupiter and through all of the defenses of this space station that inside the storm. He's got plot armor. And just through it. One ship. And this thing starts to fully implode. Because no shit. It's in the middle of the perpetual 500 hurricanes a minute of Jupiter. 500 year? It's a 500 year hurricane? Something like that. Oh, it's just... I don't know specific, all, of this, all storms all the time. That's fine. <laughs> oh, That's what God. Jupiter is. I don't know why anyone would want oh, to God. inhabit Jupiter. Wait. It is all storms all the time. <laughs> Wait. So it's just 500 Katrinas. Except instead of rain, it's like acid rain. Oh, that's worse. Yeah, it is not habitable for humans <laughs> at all. <coughs> um, so, uh, that starts to blow up. He fights what I'm going to call the, call the gargoyle. Uh, because oh, see, I thought of, I thought of, I thought of a, uh, I thought of kind of a, uh, a kind Dragon. of snakeborn, dragonborn, dragonborn yeah. from D and D. Like I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's a cool character. I really like that character a lot. I kind of was like pissed. Yeah, I wish we had more of them. I, which I love. How he's like, you hurt me. I'm like, well, no shit, dude. You're trying to kill him. Like, what the fuck did you expect? I did like the use of his little portal to kind of decapitate him. Oh, I'm going to keep calling Chaney? him a gargoyle. Bite, because, bite his wing? Like, yeah. fog bit his Full wing. On. Yep. I'm surprised he didn't become a space werewolf. Yep. Well, I mean, maybe he would have. Maybe. If he didn't if die. He, if he didn't die right then. Uh, so, so then, for some, for some reason, some reason, she throws Eddie Redmayne. I don't know how the fuck he got up there, but he, she, she climbed up. Like, yeah. wouldn't you climb down? Yeah. It's, this shit's blowing up. You would climb down. But that, but. We're not but in she, the... She's trying to get up and out. And so, so Eddie Redmayne, for some reason, climbs up there after her with... Basically, did he... He had something shot in his leg or shoved yeah. in his leg, right? Yeah. And he... Oh, God. Like, tries to climb up. And I love how you said it the best. I'm not your mother! Yeah. Kicks his ass. Yep. Throws him... Like, throws him... Doesn't she throw him off the fucking... Yeah. Full on Palpatine. And then I love how, I love how 
Jane James' character's on a ship, and he's like, give me enough time as you can. The portal's about to blow. He somehow finds Mila Kunis while skiing through fucking space. How the fuck is that possible? That is astronomically impossible. I don't never very tell me improbable. the odds, it but is, I'm telling you, it is implausible. It is very improbable. Oh it's all. It's just as improbable as the big ship opening the warp portal, and then and not getting not taking any 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 right. heat damage. No heat damage whatsoever. But they get into the portal, and not only do Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis somehow get through the portal with somehow them, somehow survive. But it doesn't take the rest of the Jupiter City with them as well. It's weird. Uh, because, yeah, a portal that opens a vacuum straight... Uh, uh, a portal that opens straight into the vacuum of space would just fo- probably put out all the fires. First off. I guess, yeah. So Jupiter would be extinguished. Right. Yeah. Jupiter descending. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I like how you went there. Thank you. Admiral. Last time I could high five. <laughs> God damn it. That is a joke we made together. Oh my god. Um, um, uh, they get out. Um, everything's fine. She... Owns Earth? Yeah, essentially owns Earth, but doesn't want to do anything with it. She's like, don't kill anybody. Yeah. And then, so, she basically... Her family, or memories wiped. Which, by the way, I love that earlier. She, he was like, but I have a picture on my phone. And I love Chan Tame's character's like... Yeah, we don't believe the one loonies every once in a while. Yeah. I'm like, they thought of everything. Yeah, they did. They, they, and I love the Chicago Tower rebuilds itself overnight. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, this movie's so great. But why is it so fucking weird? Why is it it's, not a miniseries on HBO? Uh, Damn you, Warner Brothers. I, I, I want to talk about the very last shot of the movie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Where we see Mila Kunis skating around on the hover boots. And Channing Tatum, werewolf guy... With fucking wings. I cackled when I saw that shit. Oh my god. I almost called you, but it was too late. Do you you think they use the wings during sex? I... I, So here on Cinnamon Gems, we have a rating system. (laughs) No, I want you to answer the question. I don't want to think about that. I hope he puts them away. Which, by the way... By the way, we have to specify that, he, that they do fall in love. That he yes. does actually profess his love. Feels really weird because there's no time for that. No, but I could. It could have been totally plausible. In uh, oh, I feel bad. We didn't talk about space DMV at all, except for the Terry Gilliam part. But I, that's all we really need to talk yeah. about. But you were also wanted to talk about Michael Giacchino. I love Michael Giacchino's score for this. It is all... Operatic? Over the fucking place. It's big, it's operatic, it's very reminiscent of Star Wars and Star Trek simultaneously. Uh, I I will probably add this to my uh, movies and TV and video game soundtrack playlist. Nice. Way to go. Way to go, Jupiter Descending. Uh, Jupiter Descending. So, here on Cinema Gems, we have a rating system. Whole, move, whole gem, amazing movie. Half gem, it's alright. No gem. Horrible movie. I did not hit her. I did not. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, so, I give this movie, Jupiter Descending 2015. <clears throat> Which, by the way, did you realize it came, I, I have it came a feeling out the same we're year? Have a very similar rating. It came out the same year as Force Awakens. Did you realize that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back and watch Force Awakens. It came out now. in February, yeah, of that year. Um, 
Not Force Awakens. Jupiter descending. I yeah. give it half a gem if you're drunk as hell. Same. If you're drunk as hell or inebriated or whatever you choose. There are a lot of really cool ideas introduced and then immediately forgotten. I guess I would call back this... Back to back to back to back to back to back. Absolute rapid fire. Just shotgunning crazy sci-fi ideas at you and then immediately moving on to the next before you have time to process it. This is a guilty pleasure movie of mine. Yeah, kind of. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I might watch this again at some point just to kind of mentally fill in the gaps. Because it's cool world building and I, again, appreciate the Wachowskis for making their big bad evil dude A, someone who just harvests humans and B, a, uh, a venture capitalist. Huh? A um, greedy fucking rich capitalist. So... Who uh, literally sees people as dollar signs? Oh, um, you want me to do the thing? and we do have uh, we do have one little quarantine watch list. Whenever the uh, Maestro himself gets ready, give, give me give me a Gun, just do it untuned. Just do it. It's a quarantine watch list. What you watch when you are all alone? But I wasn't alone. I had the dogs. Close enough. Um, I it's, watched. It fell out of tune halfway through. I watched uh, the Rescue Rangers. That's what that's supposed to. I'm very tempted. I watched the Rescue Rangers. I didn't realize until literally this morning when I went to put on Phineas and Ferb while I was cleaning the apartment that this wasn't just in theaters. It's a movie. Oh no, it's, it's not even in the theaters. It's it is. It's just on Disney Plus. As far as I know, yeah. Everyone I've talked to about this, it's a modern day version of Roger Rabbit. Has said that it's cameos galore. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's done tastefully, and also. Weirdly, Peralta is yes. Dale. Yeah. And Mahoney is Chip. Yeah. Or I, as I call him, Spider-Ham forever. <laughs> Spider-Ham, yeah. I'm telling you, this movie is so good, so weird, so strange. It should have been released in theaters. Oh. It should have been. I don't even know if it was released in theaters. Like, if you can double check to make sure while I'm talking about what, it. What's, what's your gem rating? Um, I give it a full gem. Really? I There's one aspect I didn't like. And it was the villain. I wish they would have made just a random generic villain instead of going with somebody that is a Disney history Yeah. Per- there are so many fucking cameos. There's a cameo that I want you to text me. As soon as you get to the cameo, text me. You will know which text. Don't look. Yes, I'm not. I'm just looking at the uh, released in the United States May 20 via streaming on Disney+. Plus. Okay, cool. Okay. That's fine. There is a cameo that I literally want you to text me when okay. you get to it, and I want you to see if it's the cameo you get. And you know what? You... Oh, are we talking about, uh, spoiler alert for a movie that has now been out for a month by the time you're hearing this, are we talking about uh, Cursed Sonic? <laughs> yeah! Okay, I already know about that. Thank you, internet. <laughs> I laughed so... I had to pause the movie! I had to pause the movie, it's so bad! Cursed Sonic. Not not the new Sonic. Ugly we got, Sonic. The Sonic we fought to avoid. <laughs> Ugly Sonic, as oh he calls my himself. God. It is so good. It is so good. Please watch it. What? Please watch it. Please watch it. You would love it. You you and you and GLaDOS would fucking love it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I give that movie a full gem. Alright guys, so all I have to say is thank you, Martin the Arrogant Zebra, for landing to your website. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. Also, guys, just remember that there's a lot of things happening right now and a lot of things going on and viruses are starting to peak and other things are starting to come out and possibly if 
we predict the future, right? The war is still going on in Ukraine. No matter what happens, be kind to yourself so you have the energy, you have the capacity to be kind to others. Just make sure that you take everything with a grain of salt. Make sure that you treat every person as you have no idea what's going on in their shoes. Yep. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Talk to them as a human. Uh, thank you, as always, to all of our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family. We love you all so much. Thank you for all the amazing ideas and feedbacks you give us. You can give us that feedback at, and I think it's weird that this is the first time we're mentioning in this show. Oh, CinemaGems15 at Gmail? Yep, or you can tweet at us at uh, CinemaGems underscore pod. pod. You can find behind-the-scenes shit on our Instagram. CinemaGems pod. Just that one. For, uh, the inst- for the IG. As far as we know... You can still find our episodes on lowrainpictures.com. Uh, before you click on the Cinema Gems tab, though, go to go your over. 30. Yep, your 30 tab. Check they're way out better their stuff. than we are. They're great. We love Marty and the Arrogant Observer, and they're funny as hell. Uh, and also, Kevin George, thank you again for letting us use your music. And also, guys, that email again is cinemagems15 yep. at gmail.com. At sign gmail.com. We also, love y'all. Also, guys, we're just going to say is wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always, always matter. Bye, wow. guys.